there, I'm Renee, a former shopping addict turned minimalist mindset guru. In three years, I went from totally broke and burnt out to debt-free minimalist. Learning to simplify every area of my life, both inside and out, saved my marriage, gave me the time back to live my life how I wanted to, and allowed me to love myself like never before. Looking back, the only thing I wish I had had was a friend to share the journey with me. That is my hope for the Unstuffed Podcast. This is a place where you can shake off the need to people please and show up as your authentic self, even if you're still wearing yesterday's sweatpants. Think of this as a standing coffee date with an old friend whose only job is to hear you out, hype you up, remind you that you are already enough and doesn't mind if your house is a mess. Let's keep this simple. Life is complicated enough. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast. Hey there, welcome back to the Unstuffed Podcast. It's me, Renee. Um, I'm kind of shifting a little bit for today's podcast episode, but not really. I've struggled with sharing this type of stuff with you guys for so long because it's not necessarily something that falls right under the minimalist umbrella. However, I think it should really be known that this was a huge part of my minimalist journey. A big reason that I downsized, decluttered, was really because I just wanted to start living life more on my own terms. And a big part of that meant, um, you know, being able to stay home with my kids, earn money on my own terms, and all of those things like that, which is why today's episode is all about the 10 income streams that I created from home as a stay-at-home mom. And I share this not just for stay-at-home moms, but for anybody who's looking to make an income on their own terms and just doesn't know how to get started. Because I have so many people ask me, and the thing is I could just go on and on forever because uh, this also goes hand in hand with our debt payoff. As I started to learn more about how to pay off debt, I started to find all of these amazing people online who are earning money in so many cool ways. Um, I highly recommend checking out the hashtag debt-free community on Instagram just for like a plethora of ideas to see how people are side hustling, making money, um, and just killing it at life. And before you do that, let's, let me share my 10 income streams that I was able to create as a stay-at-home mom with you. So when I first decided to become a stay-at-home mom, I was nervous and skeptical to say the least, because being raised as a mostly only child, although I have oodles of siblings in different ways, um, you know, it meant growing up really valuing my alone time and my independence. I was somebody who always liked working, even if I didn't always like all my jobs. If I wasn't working, I was creating things online, drawing, making movies with my friends, taking pictures. It seemed like I was always on the go and I was always trying something new. Then stay-at-home mom status hit and all of a sudden I was stuck in one spot most of the day, which was just my home, usually the living room. I knew if I was going to keep my sanity, I would need to find a way to keep my independence while still tending to my kids. In the 10 plus years that I was a stay-at-home mom, I was able to create over 10 additional income streams for my family, uh, most of the time within the last few years. So hopefully these give you some ideas and some inspiration on what you can do for yourself. Number one, TikTok. 
I had no idea that when I started TikTok in the summer of 2020 that it would take off so quickly or that I would eventually be getting paid from it. The truth is you can sign up for the TikTok creator fund after you've reached a following of 10,000 or more. And unfortunately, I was around like the 100,000 mark by the time I signed up because I had missed the opportunity to make some serious extra cash on a few videos because I had a lot of them go viral during that time. But you live, you learn. So while you might not make a total killing with the TikTok creator fund, um, if you're already making TikToks, you may as well get paid to have fun on the app. Um, and another thing that people don't realize is that you can use TikTok for business. So if you already have a small business going or you're really wanting to expand yours, consider taking it to TikTok. Uh, if I could do this all over again, I would sign up sooner. Always that woulda, coulda, shoulda mindset, right? I would have signed up for TikTok sooner and the creator fund sooner. I would stop always trying to go viral because when you get a few viral videos, in the role and the TikTok creator fund just keeps pouring out the money. It can be tempting to start over focusing on your, on like trying to get viral rather than just enjoying the process. Um, and it can become like a really gross addiction. So now I create content just for fun and to promote my business in hopes of benefiting others or at least just making them smile. I want to either improve someone's lives, make them smile, give them hope, Something like that. Whenever I take the focus off of me in any aspect of life, things are so much better. The more you create just for the sake of creating, the easier everything will go. And then the third thing I wish I would have done was learning the strategies to get paid. There are definitely better practices to follow to learn how to make money on TikTok sooner. Um, and that's why I've put together my TikTok workshop is to teach anybody how to do this if you are curious about it. Um, and one thing that I've done is apply some of the stuff I learned from blogging to TikTok, which brings me to number two, blogging. I started my blog, The Fun Size Life, um, and it was just my baby from day one. Back in 2017, I started with the intention of learning as much as I could about how to make money blogging so that I could turn it into a prof profitable income source within a year. I used money from our tax refund to invest in the blog right away because I understood that if I wanted to make it profitable, I needed to be willing to invest in learning how to do that. So here are some of the things I invested in right away. Um, a quality host. I know it's confusing if you're not big into the website, but just a solid website platform. I invested in courses and trainings that taught me how to make money. These were from people who were already blogging and making income from that. Um, and if I could do it all over again, I would focus more on blogging my own way. Again, I got caught up in how everyone else was doing it. I would manage my time and schedule better because trying to homeschool while running the blog, there were a lot of times that I got so focused on the blog that I tended to be quicker to like snap at my kids or grow frustrated because I didn't have a very good balance down. It took a while, so I eventually did, but not right away. And third, everything with everything in life, I would just calm down and enjoy the process. I was super uptight about making sure I did everything perfectly that um, I think when you do anything like that for too long, it can really lose its luster quickly. Number three, photography. After I had my first um, actual baby, like my first biological child, I decided to take advantage of the camera that my mom had given me as a gift. So I started putting my passion for photography to good use. I began taking free photos of friends in order to build up my portfolio, which meant I was just sharing them on Facebook. 
and I gradually began charging a whopping $50 per session and just kept continually raising my prices the better I got and the more um, reach that I got. So as word began to spread and I started to feel more and more comfortable in my photography and editing skills, I started raising those prices. Soon I was booking weddings, fashion shows, family reunions, and even lingerie sessions, which were seriously some of my favorites. If I could do it all over again, I would have expanded my mindset with a business. Um, imposter syndrome totally kicked my butt when it was came to photography. I never allowed myself to step into my full potential. I should have charged workable prices rather than trying to be affordable. I really wanted to have prices that were doable for families on a budget. However, I was still giving like five-star service, giving away all my work basically for free, and this left me constantly working and drained all of the time. So looking back, I would definitely hire additional help, like a virtual assistant, photo editor, and an email funnel creator, which is something I learned about when it came time for blogging. I ran myself into the ground trying to do everything on my own. Sounds like a mom, doesn't it? and not charging prices that were sustainable for my business. So if I would have raised my prices and hired people on, I really think I may have continued on with photography rather than burning out from it. So I also should have valued my time with my family and turned down work more often. I would always vow to take Sundays off. However, when a client would want to reach out and do photos on a Sunday, I would always give in. Um, and in doing so, I sacrificed time with my family for work, and I now see how out of alignment that was. Um, and the last thing, I would have started to learn how to sell my work online, because a lot of photographers are taking advantage of making passive income by selling their images on places like SmugMug or Canva. For coaching, so soon after I started working my way away from photography, I became a certified health coach. I started my healthy recipes on Facebook. Um, and built a reputation. And because of this, I was able to find clients right away because people were seeing my healthy lifestyle in practice. Um, this was something I didn't stick with for long as I really became aware of the stigma people have around being thin and crash dieting. And I just wasn't quite ready to support anyone um, in that journey the way I would want to. I branched into coaching in 2020 again to begin helping people align their life and mindset in a more minimalist way of thinking. And if I could do it all over again, I would start setting healthy boundaries with my clients right away because I often let myself become overwhelmed or feel defeated when clients would, you know, crash diet, obsess about their weight. And I just wanted to kind of give up because I didn't know what to do. I, I wasn't brave enough to speak my mind and to share the nutrition ideas that I knew to be true. Um, I would recognize that I don't love doing coaching very much. After having worked with photography clients, I was kind of burnt out on working with people. And as much as I wanted to help others improve their lives, working one-on-one -on -one can be incredibly draining, especially because I really want to give my all. So giving my all to multiple people back to back over and over again is not something I'm really capable of sustaining. Uh, but I'm thankful that I was able to learn that at least. And I would have created more passive income with my coaching. So it's now easier than ever to set up funnels that lead potential clients to paid coaching and courses. I know these words might not be familiar to you, but um, these types of things used to be really difficult. You would have to do one-on-one -on -one coaching. 
you'd have to do in person, you know, because of the internet and websites, like there's Kajabi is the one that I use. They're all in one platforms that help you make passive income, especially for coaches. Um, and that's like me doing my courses and things like that. But we'll talk about that in a second. So the next thing I learned to do was learning how to invest. One of the most intimidating things I have ever had to learn how to do is learn how to invest. I was never a natural at math and most financial terms felt really confusing and overwhelming to say the least. However, after taking our first financial course and working to pay off our debt, I knew someone in this family was going to have to learn how investing worked. So I rolled up my sleeves and I freaking did it. <laughs> hey, I want to let you in on a little secret. I am making a full-time income from home and it is due in large part to TikTok. I know TikTok has this bad rep of being this place where there's dancing videos and all of this silly stuff, but the truth is there is so much business happening on TikTok and there is so much potential. It is insane. Part of my minimalist journey was this desire to create a more slow lived life. I loved the idea of working for myself and doing work that actually felt like it mattered. And believe it or not, TikTok has been one of the biggest gateways in allowing me to do all of those things. And of course, I want to help you figure out how it can work for you too. I am hosting a totally free TikTok training starting in September, and I would love for you to join. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes to sign up. Since learning how to be a smarter investor, I diversified Tom's 401k to bring in an average of $12,000 more per year without contributing more money. And I have opened my own Roth IRA account with Vanguard uh, based on the investing recommendations that were in the book, The Simple Path to Wealth. So if you need a simple game start or a simple place to start, I highly suggest that book. A lot of people ignore the potentials of investing because they aren't able to get money in their hands right now. This is a common problem of detaching our current self from our future self. Because the more we can visualize and imagine an abundant future for our future selves, the more likely we are able to make financial decisions that will benefit us in the future. Um, you know, it's kind of that whole like... Oh, if I, you know, if I invest 10% of my income now and I miss out on that 10% income now, but the thing is, if you invested 10% of your income now, you know, depending on the, your type of investment or your 401k or whatever, your company might give you more money and then you make money on that money. So you're really losing out on money by having that mindset that you are losing out on money. <laughs> it's kind of backwards and really unfortunate. I wish I wasn't stuck in that mindset for so long, but that would be one of those things that I would change. I would have started sooner, obviously. I would, you know, have been more aggressive because before I had a full grasp on how investing work, I started investing with the Acorns app, which I think is still a great place to start if it's just too overwhelming to start anywhere else. I was still hesitant, so I did a less aggressive, less aggressive investment option. And now I see that I was young enough to still be a little bit more aggressive. Um, when it came to investing. And lastly, I realized I could have planned for retirement as a stay-at-home parent as well, which is a really big bummer to know. But again, my mindset was not in the right place. I wouldn't have done it anyway. I also 
made money through affiliate marketing. So affiliate marketing was the first way I learned how to make money with the blog. But what most people don't realize is that you can take advantage of it even if you don't plan on being a blogger. This is something I talk about in my TikTok training. The course Making Sense of Affiliate Marketing does a great job of clearly laying out how you can benefit from affiliate marketing no matter who you are. Um, so have you ever seen like an influencer or on Instagram share an outfit they were, they wore? Um, they tell you swipe up here to get it or go to my links. They are most likely leading you to an affiliate link. So this means whenever you purchase something they recommend, they will earn a commission. Even commonly used apps like Ibotta, uh, if, if you've heard of Ibotta or like Rakuten, these are shopping, spending, savings apps that when you share with friends, they'll say share with friends and you earn a commission. You get $5, they get $5. Little apps like this are a win-win because you get a commission when your friend signs up and then they get $10, $10 or whatever um, when they use your link to sign up. This is a form of affiliate marketing because you're simply recommending a product to someone else. If I could do it all over again, I would have started smaller. I signed up for the Making Sense of Affiliate Marketing course after I started doing affiliate marketing. One of the best tips that was in the course was to start small, um, five affiliates or less. That way you can really focus on promoting those few products or services. And as soon as I did that, my sales took off. No sleazy promoting. There was a time when I threw affiliate links around like candy. I just wanted to make money so bad that I let the quality of my blog slip in the process. Now I only recommend things that I truly agree with and share them in an honest, authentic way. Another way to make income, another way that I did make income, is sponsored content. So since we are sort of on the topic of Instagram influencers, this seemed like a good transition. So sponsored content is where you work with a company or a brand to promote their product. Sometimes they will also give you like a special code or affiliate link so you can promote, you get paid to promote and then you might get additional income um, for when you recommend or send people to your special link. So again, you have probably seen influencers who do a lot of sponsored content on social media, but you might not realize it's all over the internet like YouTube, blogs, and more. I have done the occasional sponsored content, but I really try to limit the amount of companies I partner with um, to avoid no longer being seen as authentic, especially in the minimalist space. So if you're new to the online world and love the idea with working with sponsors, the best thing you should do is just start putting yourself out there, creating your content already. When you feel confident in your content, you can begin pitching brands on your own. And I would definitely start with people that you already like, already go to brands that you know you can authentically promote. Um, that way you can, you know, be working with people that you trust, learn to negotiate price, um, and connect with more brands that you might be interested in working with. If I could do it all over again, I would change knowing my worth because the biggest issue that most people run into with sponsored content is that they are willing to just accept free stuff in return for sharing a post. And the truth is you should be getting paid for the time and energy that you are putting into your work. If you're not quite on board with pitching yourself or reaching out to brands just yet, you can also get started with companies like Linkia. They just work to connect you with brands as like a middleman. And TikTok does this too, actually. So if you're on the TikTok app, um, 
It's the creator marketplace, I believe, you can get set up with to start working with brands. Courses and online trainings are another thing that I do. So as I mentioned before, one of the best ways for online coaches to make money is through selling their online trainings, programs, and courses. This has been one of my favorite ways to make passive income from home while being a stay-at-home mom because I love teaching people things that can improve their lives. And the best part about creating online courses is that if you do it through platforms like Kajabi, you have a website, email, and all of your courses in one place. And this is so much more convenient than trying to juggle all three of these things on different platforms. If you're interested in creating online trainings, webinars, courses, programs, memberships, I highly recommend Kajabi. Not only is it an all-in-one platform, but they have everything pre-made for you to succeed so you don't have to put as much effort into things. By the way, I am going to share this post in the show notes so that you guys can gain access to all of these links and everything that I'm recommending um, so you can kind of slow down and really see what I'm talking about. So creating an online business is seriously simple um, with Kajabi and they help you get it set up in less than 30 days. If I could do it all over again, I would limit my focus. Instead of trying to create 80 different courses and trainings all at once, I would choose to focus on one great one. Um, and I would stop getting down on myself when I didn't meet a sales goal. I used to set a lot of really big, scary goals because I was, you know, reading a lot of books that were talking about, um, how much money you can make and how do we make more money? And there are some people who it seems like they're making a bajillion dollars and they just seem to be doing way better. And this led me to create unrealistic goals for myself. So then I would be disappointed when I didn't meet them. And again, I always recommend creating authentically from the heart with the hope of benefiting anyone who purchases. And if you do that, you really can't go wrong and you know, you're giving something good rather than wondering what you can get, you know, dog sitting. One of my all time favorite side hustles while being a stay at home mom with my kids has been dog sitting. Not only has it brought in additional income and furry friends, but it has helped my kids learn more responsibility. Since I am at home with the dogs anyway, like my actual dogs, Rover dog sitting seemed like a no brainer because, um, as soon as I finished my Rover profile, I had a dog booked within 20 minutes and it was a Boston Terrier and she was so cute. Some people might see dog sitting as an extra workload to me. It's just added fun in my day. So after continuing to be a Rover sitter for the last three, four years, I feel like I have a pretty good system down. We have regular dogs that we have come to know and love. Um, I keep limited hours and say no when we need a break because I'm learning guys and I raise my prices. So bonus things that I think you should know are to have extra toys on hand because dogs rarely want to play with the ones that they're sent. They want to tear up your stuff, get excited. Um, Get a really good spot cleaning carpet cleaner. Um, we have a Bissell one that I recommend in my LTK links also, and it is just absolutely amazing. And meet the dogs beforehand to see if it's a good match, especially if you have pets of your own. Credit card hacking. Ooh, if you missed um, me talking about credit card hacking before, I want to take the time to share this with you. It's something that was frowned upon by some financial gurus and for good reason, because a lot of people struggle with credit card temptation, myself being one of them. 
and it can be really tough to be successful hacking the system if you're not good at it already. So however, after working to pay off debt, saving money, and increasing our investments, I decided I wanted to try. So by using a cashback credit card to pay our bills, we were able to get money back every single month. And in order to avoid any interest charges or late fees, we have the card set up to pay itself off every month. Now, I don't do this on day-to-day -day purchases. I just do it on our bills. So our bills like water, gas, electric, that type of thing are paid every month on our credit card. That way we get money back for these bills. But it's really easy for me to simply make a payment because I would be paying those bills anyway. Uh, this method works for us because we are spending the same amount we would have spent on our bills, but we get a little cash back. So keep this in mind that this is usually around $25 or so per month, but that could be an additional $300 per year. And if I, someone offered me $300, no strings attached, you bet your ass I would take it, right? <laughs> if I could do it all over again, I would change um, getting smart about travel hacking. And this is something I still hope to do. There are people out there who are killing it with hacking free travel. And that's something I hope to accomplish one day. But for now, I think my plate is full and I don't need to take on any more. Because again, I am learning. So these are just 10 things that I did to make money as a stay-at-home mom over the last few years. Like I said, if it seemed like a lot, definitely click the link in my show notes that will bring you to the original blog post that I'm sharing this from because you can kind of go through and read through the ones that seem interesting to you. And if you have questions, by all means, drop a comment on the blog post or shoot me an email because I am so passionate about helping other people learn how to do these. Um, and if TikTok is an area of interest or growing your online business using TikTok as a source, make sure you sign up for my free training for that that I put together for you guys. Like I said, I think it's just so awesome and amazing to be able to create income on your own terms. And using things like the internet have made things like that so simple to do. Um, so this is an area that I really, really wanted to dive into and talk about. And I know going into the new year pretty soon, a lot of people are going to have this idea on their plate. They're going to be wondering how they might be able to start making money in the new year. And I really just wanted to share these options with you. So I hope it was helpful. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on the unstuffed podcast today. And don't think that the party ends here. You can always check the show notes for the latest goodies and freebies that are always available to you. And don't forget, I love hearing from you guys. If you are enjoying the Unstuffed podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would take the time to leave a review so that I can hear from you too. Until next time, take a deep breath, let go of anything that has been slowing you down, and I will see you here next week.